if you're looking for some straight-up marketing advice that's super chilled and also a bit of a laugh, then grab yourself a drink and get ready for Marketing and Margaritas, a podcast that makes marketing entertaining. Brought to you by Rebel Nation, direct from regional Queensland. Hello and welcome to Marketing and Margaritas. This is episode 17 and today we're talking repurposing content. As usual, you're with Alana and Jade. Hey. (laughs) So today we have a question sent in to us from an avid listener. Thank you very much. Mm -hmm. Um, And the question was, how do I repurpose content? So um, we love getting your podcast topic ideas or marketing questions. So if you have just anything in general... Obviously, we'll do what we can to help you at the time if you've legitimately got a no, problem. No, got to wait for the next episode. <laughs> Sorry, that's just the way it is now. That's, you know, now that we're all famous with our podcast. <laughs> but yes, if you do have a question, send it through. Um, we'd love to talk to you and we would love to help other people because guaranteed someone else will be thinking it. Absolutely. There are no stupid questions. Duff, well. Okay, there are some <laughs> stupid questions. We'll do what we can. <laughs> So we did touch on repurposing content in episode nine, which was about content marketing strategy. So if you want some more on that subject, do head over there. But in the meantime, why, Jade, would we bother repurposing content? That sounds like we're recycling stuff, right? Yeah, well, it is. It's recycling content. So repurposing content is saving time and energy is one of the main factors for this Um, as business owners or, you know, just business peeps in general sort of thing, there's a lot that's on your plate. And so when you're, you know, with your marketing, you really want to be being consistent and putting out valuable content and everything all the time. So repurposing is a way of helping you to making it easier for you to be consistent and be on message, etc., but saving you time and energy in the way that you do that. Fantastic. It's also repurposing content is really good for leveraging what you already have to achieve other goals as well. So, for example, um, you know, if you're wanting to improve your SEO, then repurposing your content is a way of, you know, adding fresh content to your website regularly and so achieving those kind of um, longer term sort of marketing goals as well. Yeah. It's also really important for reiterating your message. So not everyone who follows you on Facebook or LinkedIn or um, gets your email newsletters or anything like that is going to see every single thing that you put out or remember everything that you put out. Yeah, so they haven't always been there with you from day one. There's that too, absolutely. In that instance, you wouldn't just like, for example, you wouldn't just use your logo once and be done with it. Like, people have seen what I look like. Yeah, that's that's it. Best I mean, I put the logo out there. I never need to do that again. Delete. That's how that works. <laughs> so reiterating your message is important. Yes, reinforcing things, very, very important. And it also helps to drive traffic to your website as well. So when you are creating content, you know, like blogs or infographics, checklists, downloads, that kind of thing, when you're then repurposing those and um, promoting them in other places, it helps to bring people back to your website and so they can see the breadth of what you're doing, which also improves your SEO and all that good stuff. And humans are naturally sneaky stalkers. So if we see something cool on Facebook, we might jump over to your website. <laughs> yes. It's, it's very true though. Like yeah, even if you're not linking, you'd be like, I wonder if there's photos of them over here. Even the most wholesome of person can be quite a sneaky stalker when it comes to the online space. It's... Us wholesome? You talking about us? I did. Not, not specifically, obviously. Other, other people uh, who are wholesome. Hilarious. Okay. So 
How do we repurpose content? Great question. Glad I asked. (laughs) (laughs) So we're going to use one of our podcasts as an example today. So we're going to use episode 10. We talked about three things before um, you talk to your designer. So what you want to consider before you talk to a designer. Mm -hmm. If you haven't listened to it, don't stress. It's not important to this episode, but we're just going to refer back to it. So we've got a piece of content um, that we can use as an example. The three tips were reviewing your current branding putting together a clear brief um, and delving into some elements for that and supplying good quality files. So essentially that was a long form content piece. Can you clarify on that, Jake? Yeah. So basically what Lani's saying is that we did a podcast. So it was like not just, you know, like a, a few, like a Facebook post or something with a couple of sentences. Like we did a whole podcast episode yeah. talking about those three tips. So even though those three tips that Lani just said are quite small, we obviously delved into it and, and talked about them in, in length and breadth, et cetera. So that long form content is anything that's got a bit of substance to it, like a, you know, like a longer video, a blog podcast, that's long form content. And so when you create long form content, that's what we what we can repurpose most, like the easiest basically. So you might already be doing something like this on your website like we talked about for improving your SEO. So if you're doing current blog every week or every month, mm-hmm. if you're doing case studies when you complete projects, um, if you've got lengthy reviews on like how a product works or something like that. We're getting consistent reviews like just, you know, those ones don't necessarily need to be huge. It's just if they're coming in consistently, that's content that you can be repurposing in other places. Yeah, so keep those things in mind when we're going through this because they might be a good example for you to refer back to for your business. Absolutely. So, well, starting off, a really good example is a podcast. So, (laughs) for example, for us, you know, we have questions coming um, from clients, etc., or listeners or anything like that about certain aspects. So we can turn that into a podcast, but we could have written a blog first. Yeah. So, for example, if we'd written a blog and then we are like, okay, this blog has been really popular, we might actually create another piece of long-form content and do a podcast episode about it or a podcast episode about one particular part of it. So that's repurposing that same sort of topic, that same content, and creating something new from it. So repurposing doesn't mean you have to use the whole big block of it. So you can take a part of it and reuse that. So we're really talking about cutting up something nice and big into like cake size slices Mm -hmm. and reusing that to share with everybody rather than just one person eating the whole cake. (laughs) I like it. (laughs) So yeah. So say you start off with a podcast, then you would transcribe it into a blog and you might do it so that, so if you go back to our episodes, for example, our first 10, we transcribed our podcasts directly into blogs so you can see every stupid little <laughs> joke and shit between us well we did tidy them up a little bit but yeah <laughs> it, was, it makes for interesting re- reading so it's that's very just- confronting to realize you <laughs> use the word exactly like every few sentences and awesome <laughs> exactly awesome exactly awesome we're we- very positive people <laughs> um but another way of doing that is so what we then changed to was that the agendas that Lani does up um, we now repurpose those into blog posts. So Lana does up a, an agenda and we create the podcast from it, but then we also create a blog from it yeah. rather, you know, so that basically making best use of that that brainstorming and stuff that we've done to put that agenda together. So then essentially we have two long form content pieces. Yeah, exactly. To draw on and, and put all over the place, etc. Yeah. Yeah. 
So, for example, you know, if you're wanting to bring some social posts out, so obviously when you do your podcast or you do your blog, you're going to share it on everything in your socials. But like we said before, you don't just share things once. Yeah. You, you know, you can be sharing things multiple times because people might miss it or the way that you presented it the first time, it might not have piqued their interest or it might not have been the right time for them. So, you know, a couple months down the track, you might pull, or not even that long, it might just be a few weeks, um, you might pull, say, some quotes, like some really strong statements. Yeah out of the blog or out of the podcast, turn those into a graphic and post them. Perfect example we have for this podcast <laughs> that we were talking about with that episode 10 was there's a beautiful quote in it. That's my favorite. I just think it really goes to the heart of the matter. And um, yeah, I think people could learn a lot from it. Yeah. So the quote that we pulled out was Alani is exactly right. Yeah. And I think that just nails it. I think we should use that on all our Facebook quote posts. Lani is exactly right. I just think that should be our Facebook cover, our email signature. We should really go to town. On Look, it. Like, I we need to leverage that content. I haven't been writing people, and you've now heard it twice that Jade has said this. So, like, <laughs> so yeah, you can pull out fun things or things that might be uh, intriguing. Like, what are they actually talking about? And you can pull those out to make those quotes so that that is pushing them to go read the whole blog or listen to the article or click for more information. Yeah, absolutely. It's a good little hook to um, interest yes. people in a different way, sort of thing. So another really great way that I we're building up to, and I'm talking to Lani about doing one again soon. It's okay to take baby steps, people. <laughs> <laughs> is um, repurposing your content into Facebook Lives and Stories, you know, whether that is panel stories or whether that's video stories. So, for example, with this uh, designer's top three tips podcast that we're talking about, we could actually do like a series of Facebook Lives where we'd focus on one tip in each of those lives. Yeah. Um, we can also do like, you know, I could do fun posts about how like an example of like one of the tips was supplying good quality files. So we could have in there like an example of, you know, like a dodgy little clip art logo versus like a nice professional one, or you're, you know, like someone right clicking and saving their logo from their website versus the actual proper EPS file. It looks great on your website. It's just not really. <laughs> it's not going to blow up nice on a billboard. I'm just saying. No, it's not the same quality. So, you know, we can actually do a visual representation then of yes. the content that we've been talking about. Um, the Insta style swipe post would also be really good for representing that as well. Like the difference between high quality professional images versus the one that you took a screenshot of and sent, like literally people take screenshots <laughs> of things and send them through. Can we use this? No, we can't. And also you didn't take that photo. That's almost, that kind of border stealing. And a big one that, well, this is getting slightly off topic, but like cropped images, people going, this is the image I have. I'm like, I'm pretty sure the image was actually <laughs> this size and included a lot more background which you know gives us a lot more to work with so we'd be the point is we're thinking about the different places on our social media platforms that you've got where you can leverage the content in varying ways so again jade was talking about your facebook live and your stories you can do regular posts on your feed using different styles for like instagram because it is more visual mm -hmm. how could you repurpose it on linkedin to talk to that business Audience. Audience. Yeah, absolutely. So another thing that you could be doing on socials to repurpose your content is, say, for example, doing a video or a Facebook Live again. Um, we could interview our designer 
for, to get their perspective more on what those tips were because obviously we're not designers. We understand the information, but they would have more of a, a different perspective again on what that information is about. Definitely. We did consult them when we, we wrote did. this blog we and podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't just make it up ourselves. <laughs> um, another really good one, if you are open to doing Facebook Lives as well, is doing a Q&A session. So say, you know, you put the blog out there and then you do some lead-ins, um, you know, some promos and stuff beforehand to say, hey, at 9 o'clock on Monday, we're going to do a Facebook Live to answer your questions about how to work with a designer or how to, um, you know, get the best outcome when you're working with a designer and it's going to be you know one of us and our um creative director casey send your questions in now and yep. go, you know grab a coffee for nine o'clock yeah exactly and so then you're just like answering people's questions live and stuff pre-submitted ones plus any that come up in comments and everything that's a really good way of repurposing that content but making it really engaging and yeah. accessible and interactive as well look little behind the scenes tip here is while it's really good to get questions from your audience that are timely and that are from those those prompts, maybe have a list of a couple of questions that you know you get asked regularly from your clientele based prepared so that it, when people are jumping online or if you want it to go for a certain amount of time and there's specific topics you want to cover, you've got them ready to go. Yeah, yeah, you've actually got a bit of substance and stuff there so it doesn't just sound fluffy or whatever or yeah, yeah, that's Or really you're not point. getting the same question from five different people on your your feed as mm. you're going live. Cool. So another thing that we could do from if we wanted to repurpose that designer's top tips blog is that um, the second tip was about putting together a clear brief and we actually went into what a clear brief entails, like the different elements of it. So we could quite easily turn that into a form, like a um, PDF editable um, one with those brief um, form fields in there and have that as a free download on our website. So if you're wanting to work with a designer, fill out this form and you're going to get better bang for your buck when you're working with anybody. It doesn't have to be our sort of thing. Um, obviously, if we had that as a freebie download, we would have it so that you were then signed up to our email list so that you receive our um, weekly Wild Oats newsletter as well so we can keep touching base with you. Definitely. And if you're going to develop something like that for your business and your clients, look at how you can adopt it internally. So if you've yeah. developed for your clients to use a brief form, consider how you can use it yourself with your team and save double handling. So, you know, you're getting best bang for buck for you with your time there. And that's what, when, you know, when we look at creating lead magnets, what we look for oftentimes as well is like, what are we already using that we can then, you know, we, for example, we have a content calendar template download that, I mean, I first created when I was sole trader forever ago and has evolved and changed as I've, you know, like learned more and more about socials and how to make it easier, faster, simpler to do a social media strategy that you actually can use rather anyway I'm not gonna get into it <laughs> passion point yeah <laughs> but that content calendar has is been something that's been tweaked and developed I didn't just create it and pop it out there yeah I was actually using it and other people have used it and we've refined it so when we put it up as a download it is something where I'm like I you know if you use it well, I know that this is proven to really help. And it's something that our content, our social media content developers do use. So we use it internally. Mm. We recommend it for our clients. It's if, not just a freaking calendar with social media calendar written yeah. on top of it. It's actual is a content calendar. Yeah, we're practicing what we preach there. And so that's saved us time and our clients time. Yeah. Win-win. Yeah, exactly. 
So yeah, speaking of the signing up to mailing list, if you do have um, regular email comms that you're doing, that's another way of repurposing your content. So for example, we have the Wild Oats weekly newsletter. So with the um, blog, with the three tips um, from your designer. So obviously we would be putting the podcast in there. Mm-hmm. We could also do a an intro that was the three tips kind of summarized. We could be putting in like little graphics of the three tips. So, you know, it's not just like plonking the podcast in and then away you go. It's we could actually be be putting it into that newsletter in all different kinds of formats and stuff. Definitely. And if you've got something particularly exciting that you do want to share, you can do a specific e-blast. So something we're getting in the habit of doing more <laughs> is not just including every little bit into our regular e-newsletter. No, but it's we've kind of like if you talk about the power of email marketing all the time and then all of a sudden you like, you know, remember to do it for yourself and you're like, Wow. The power of email marketing. <laughs> Revelation. Yeah. So you can just do, hey, this is this new exciting thing and put all the information in there. So just that's something you can play with of different things that work for you, but it's also a timely thing. So if you like, right, we just do this e-newsletter once a week, keep to that. If you've got something particularly exciting, throw it out there and see how it rolls. And on a side note, if you don't already, you need to start having an email database. It is an absolute essential asset that every business needs. I feel like that's a future podcast topic right Haven't there. Haven't we done that? I'm sure we would have done that. Maybe we haven't done it because I'm too soapboxy about it. <laughs> Not a problem we have here. <laughs> Okay, so another cool one is a FAQ reference. So if we're talking about the top three things that you should consider before working with a designer, these are questions that we have had before or something when every time we get a new job for, especially a logo, a logo is a real starting point. Mm. Usually a client hasn't worked closely with a professional design team. They don't know the process. They don't know what's expected of them. And like, it's quite understandable. They're not going to know how it works because they've never done it before. No. Like, we understand that. And they either have a really clear idea of what they want or they have no idea. Yeah. And Most often like, they have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> hey, man, I've been there. I've been the side of doing the logo. Even after all these years, poor Casey doing that logo brief with me for the new thing we're doing. And I was like, yeah, I don't really know what I want. <laughs> we, we can relate. It's really hard to work on your own stuff. It is. So um, an FAQ reference is a really good idea. You can set a page up on your website. So that's really good for SEO. If you've got all those keywords in there, you can always add to it, which is fantastic. But you can also use these blogs and these long form posts that you're doing as a reference back to your clients. So if you've had a question come in, hey, I'm interested in doing a logo design with you. Can I get a quote? You're like, absolutely, here's your quote. Here's the process that we go through. Here's a few questions to consider. Here's like a checklist for you. Don't mm-hmm. overwhelm them. Just give them one or two of what you've got. It could even just be, here's a link to a, um, a podcast and a blog that we did recently about how to um, get the best from your designer. You may just want to have a listen to this. There's some, you know, interesting questions and, and advice and tips yeah. that could help you so that, you know, you're just making sure that you get the right outcome for you. Yeah. And that also helps you work out if you're this new client is going to be a good fit for your business. Mm-hmm. And, and if, if there's someone who's serious about doing it yeah. as well, you know, like 
and obviously this is particular to marketing agencies, but it, you know, for whatever your business is, if you get asked particular questions all the time and you create a reference point for them that mm-hmm. you can then link to in emails or have as an FAQ section or whatever, if someone's serious about working with you, they're going to go read that information. Definitely. You'll weed out the tire kickers a little bit in this process, I yeah. guess. And you'll also help educate your customer before they start working with you, which just makes everybody's life a bit easier, to be honest. Yeah. Once you've got everyone on the same page, it runs so smoothly. Another uh, fun one is an Instagram reel. So tell us what our Instagram reel is. Instagram reel is, I don't know, it's like a little video. I don't know how else to explain it. I don't understand why there's so many different things on these social media channels. <laughs> yes, I do social media, but I'm just like, what? Marnie's like the old part of social. There's always some fandangled new thing coming out, girl. <laughs> <laughs> What's the point of having a story and a reel? Why are they different? I guess that's what confuses me. Oh, no. So, but stories are the panels, et cetera. Yeah. Whereas reels are, they give you, so like, you know how when you create a story, it gives you certain tools and everything. Yeah. So when you create a reel, it lets you do trend, like um, speed up, slow down your video transitions from, you know, to one thing, they throw the camera and it's got music and stickers and stuff. So it's just like, this is a fun way to create you know, stories which can be like text or static, whatever. Reels are just a fun way to create video because they want people to create video content because that's what – so the whole point of a social media platform is to keep as many eyeballs on them for as long as possible. Copy. Because when something is free, you're the product. Yeah. So the longer they keep us engaged, the better. Video is more engaging for humans. They you don't need to have make to do anything. It's just playing. It's very passive consumption of con- um, content. So yeah, they're basically making it easy for anybody to create video and try and make it fun and, and incentivize it so that you so that there's more video content in general. Right. So if we were making an Instagram reel for this um, particular topic about um, the design tips, so is it something we would have fun with because it is editable and it is that video style we'd be keeping to our core message so maybe something like one of the teams scribbling up a mock-up of what they're going to send to the designer as an example yeah so for example if you're going to do a design and you've got a bit of an idea in your mind you could you know just do a bit of a mock-up sort of thing but it's like if we ask someone for a mock-up because their description might not be that direct, might not be that clear. If they don't get what that means, you know, they might yeah. think, "Oh, it's a big thing." So we might just do a reel where it's like, "Look how quick and easy it is to do a mock-up," you which, know, in like a fun and yeah. you know, um, relaxed sort of way, which can literally be like boxes and lines of just placement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that's really, that's all a mock-up is. Like, it's not a big deal. Like, but some people do put a lot of effort and stuff into things. Visual and words for different people. Yeah, it just puts us all on the same page. Okay, so we touched on case study as an example of a long-form post. So that's something that can be improving SEO on your website. Um, And another point we had was sharing with industry bodies. So how would we do that for this example? Yep, so for example, you know, we, like with this one, we said about our designer, like top three tips for working with a designer. So that's obviously going to be of interest to businesses. Um, You know, they want to make sure that their time and their money is being well spent. And so we would give that to our local chamber, for example, like we're a member of 
chamber so they could be putting that into their newsletter or their social so we're giving them content that's useful um and that is educating their audience it's not promotional it's not like hey you should work with us it's like hey if you're working with any designer yeah here's some information that's really handy to know beforehand sort of thing it's really nice of us to share stuff like that with everybody isn't Um, it yeah we're philanthropists (laughs) like let's be honest email signature is a really good place to that gets underutilized really yeah so we probably wouldn't do it in our email signatures but maybe our designers we could you know do an email signature for them or like the top three tips of working with us or it would probably more like be a pointer towards the podcast or something like that definitely Another one we've talked about was video graphic slideshow. So this is where we can, we've done all those tip graphics that we've used on our social media pages. So we can combine those tip graphics as a video and put some examples in between them of what we're actually talking about. So some working examples. And that's something we can then upload natively to our social media channels down the track. Like we're not going to post all these things like consecutively after each other. We're not just going to talk about this one topic on all our social media. No, this media. is like a year's worth of content about, you know, this one particular topic. So I can't remember how many, oh, we're like up to episode 16 or something now. So imagine if we were doing all of these pieces for all of these different podcasts, like we would just have a massive content library to be drawing on. But yeah, back to your point about the video slideshow, people think of video as being footage, etc., And that can sometimes be a bit daunting or, you know, it's a barrier to entry, but video is just movement. Yeah. So, you know, if, for example, if you're using Canva or whatever, you can add animations and things onto stuff or you know, creating a slideshow is actually a video. So like Lani said, you might have your tip one as a graphic and tip one was about, what was tip one? Review your current branding. Right. So for example, it might be um, then an image of all of, you know, a client's branding elements laid out sort of thing. So brochures, business cards. Letterhead. Yeah. So if you say review your, so if the tip graphic says review your current branding, someone might go, I have no freaking idea what that means. So then the image next shows what we're talking about. And then the second tip graphic comes up with have a clear brief and then, you know, so you might have an image of the Someone form. filling out a form. Yep, or whatever, or the actual, like, a run-through of the brief form that we created, kind of, you know, to visually show the things that you need to be looking at. Um, you know, so that way, it, you basically, it's you're just putting together stills or, like, just photos, mm-hmm. images, etc. But because you're putting into a slideshow, you're creating video content, yeah. um, which, you know, social media channels will definitely reward you for because they're all pushing video more than any other type of content now. But as we know, Google owns YouTube. So when you upload your video to YouTube and then embed that YouTube video onto your website as well, you know, whether it's on an FAQ section on the homepage, in your blog section, whatever it might be, that really helps your SEO as well. Awesome. Ticking so many boxes. Hell yeah. Uh, another cool one is this is a bit drastic, so it definitely depends on what the topic is, but a billboard or using. So your social media cover on like your Facebook or mostly your Facebook is pretty much like a digital billboard 
Yes. For that platform. That's a really good way of putting that. So using that space for one of your pull-out quotes is to like kind of push people towards the information that you want, that message you're trying to share. So again, we we pulled out from that particular blog a fun quote that was like, oh my God, there are so many variables to car signage. So that we could be using as a lead to, okay, find out more about working with us or here's some things, you know, back to the point of working with our designers. And it's just a bit more of a fun, relaxed, you know key message sort of thing which is on brand for us because it came from our podcast it's how we actually speak so what we're saying is like say you sign up for a radio package or um you know like a billboard package or any of those kind of you know advertising things like yes you've got your email sig and your facebook cover or whatever is your digital ones but if you sign up to those um advertising packages you could be repurposing messages from your podcast or your blog etc like rather than coming up with something new to say on it, look back at what you've written before that was very genuine, very on brand, you know, and like our brand is a bit more fun and quirky, etc. So it makes sense that we could pull out a fun, quirky quote and that would be, you know, hopefully attention grabbing when it was up and, you know, on a massive <laughs> billboard. I think it would be. And that one's really relatable. I didn't really think of it at the time, but billboards, you're driving past, so you're in your car, car. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, it's all coming together now. <laughs> the neurons are firing here. So, okay, so another one, and like, look, seriously, if you've got the time to make a, do every single one of the things on this oh, list, yeah. go for gold. We just wanted to kind of give you guys, like, we just did a massive brain dump of, like, what's everything we can, like, think Possibly of at the moment. Do. And obviously not all of them are going to relate to every, you know, long-form piece of content that you do, but you just never know what might help or what might spark a different idea for you as well. So we just wanted to, like, pump out a bunch of ideas <laughs> and hopefully something sticks. Yeah, this is not a, a list for everything. But this is one you definitely do have to do, and it's make a meme. You definitely need to make memes out of your content. A meme <laughs> A meme um, So, for example, with this, you know, the designer's top three tips um, podcast, we might do, like, memes of what not to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so it could be the, um, you know, for example, we are saying before about people right-clicking on their website to download their logo and send that through to us as a logo file. We might have, you know, a, a meme of someone actually doing that right-click and, you know, like a, a joke about how that's not exactly, you know, what you need to be, like that's not going to be the right logo file that we're looking for. So you can make, you know, uh, pull out different elements of it that maybe are a little bit more fun and, and presented in a different way as well. Definitely. And those kind of things become very shareable as well. Uh, you know, as you know, like memes and, and reels and all that kind of stuff like that. It's very shareable kind of content, which is what you want. You want more eyeballs. Definitely. Driving that traffic. Mm. My sales brain kicked in, and so I was like, well, if we've gone to all this effort we, and we're advertising how, you know, working with our designers, how could we package that into a service or sales? So I would be looking at how can we leverage this for more sales? Obviously, you're giving a lot, but that doesn't whole, mean you can't get a little too. I know. <laughs> the, the whole point of like promoting your business and sharing what you do and getting more reach and driving people to your website is your bottom line. It's to get sales. It's to work with people, but yeah. to just work with the people that you want to work with. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're, you know, if you're talking about working with your designers, make sure then you're popping up a few posts surrounding this content about some packages that you, your clients can do or can take up to work with your designers. So they are informed. Or you could do it in a more subtle way and just show some design work that you've done recently 
and it still basically says the same thing. Look, this <laughs> our design workshop, our design podcast could have been the perfect lead gen to our design workshop that we just had on Canva that Casey, one of our designers, ran. So, like, I'm just saying, it tied in nicely, actually. Well, that sold out really quickly, so I don't think we needed a lead. But it only had five seats, so it was pretty easy to sell out. <laughs> like Miss Pessimist over here. <laughs> anyway, that's just a, something worth thinking about. Okay, so as I said, there's so many ways to reuse your long-form content. Um, We've given you a bucket load of ideas. Mm -hmm. Go for gold. Hopefully a couple have planted some seeds of ideas into your mind. Try them. See how they go. If they don't hit the mark, that's okay. Try something else. Yeah, the worst thing that's going to happen to you, like if you're, you know, trying out different content ideas and repurposing and stuff, is that people will swipe past it. You know what I mean? Like it's, or they'll flip to another um, page on your website. Like there's nothing wrong with having, as long as you're not, again, not being offensive or stupid or whatever, like it's, you know, there's not a lot you can do that can go wrong there. And you'd be surprised like when you are repurposing stuff, if you do something where you're like, I don't know if this is going to work. And then all of a sudden next minute, it's like 200,000 plus people have seen your reel and you're like, okay, cool. So that was worth having a crack at. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. So like we said at the start, the goal is to be posting consistently on these channels that you are using. Mm-hmm. Putting fresh content on your website regularly. Yeah. Um, all that kind of thing. Oh, you know what I just thought of as a bonus thing as well? Yeah. Another way of repurposing content, not for that blog, yeah. but you know, if we think about reviews or case studies, etc., like that, is when you're putting together um, material like capability statement, Definitely. brochures, anything like that. That's where you can be repurposing that content as well. Tenders yeah. um, is a great way to, you know, like when you put together tender documentation to actually have a couple of your portfolio projects in there or, you know, a, a one or two sort of really standout statement um, testimonials, that kind of thing. So it doesn't always necessarily have to be content that you're repurposing on socials or webs. Like in the public, mm-hmm. it could also be for materials where you're going direct to potential clients too. Absolutely. And a really basic form of repurposing, which I've done it a few times on one of my social media pages, is reusing images. So obviously you don't want to use the same image over and over again. And having a large image library is really valuable. But if so, I've got a photo of a world record barra that was caught in one of our local dams. It was caught years ago. I reposted it um, a couple earlier this year. I think it was maybe last year about how good fishing in that dam is in our region and blah, blah, blah. And it went absolutely nuts. This is not a new photo. It is not new to the region because it was caught here and it was heavily promoted at the (laughs) time. But it, it went really well. So like looking at what has gone well can just be as simple as making sure people are aware of the message and that's the key point there too Lani is like you can actually see what your audience is interested in like when you use your analytics whether it's on your socials or on your website you can see which types of content and which topics um, people are responding to yes do more of what works Another really good one is um, there's a builder client we have. So they get a professional photo shoot every time they do a new house. Yeah. Or not every time, but like I think for most of them. And so obviously they do an album of that new house or whatever. And people love flicking through house photos. So that always goes off for them. And then I said to her, I'm like, well, why don't you take, for example, 
you know, you've got all these houses that you've delivered through the year or whatever, why don't you pick like your top five bathrooms or something yes. and do a video slideshow of our favorite bathrooms of 2021? Yeah. You know, so that's something they can be posting in January or like she can just schedule and post this out for January so she can have some freaking time off, you know, from, and it's just reusing things that people have already seen, but in a different way with a different angle. And even if you wanted to put something in before that um, as your top for the the year is you can go vote which bathroom do you like about oh, yeah, absolutely and then out of the 10 bathrooms that you've built that year you can see the top five that the public liked mm-hmm. you know so and there's interesting to get that feedback too and that invites engagement which helps with yes. your reach and so really repurposing content if you're not already doing it why the hell not love it <laughs> so our wrap up for you is think outside the box a little use your content calendar to plan out content <laughs> if you don't have one Jump back, I think it was episode one we talked about content planning. I think it's in that one. In the actual episode 10 where we talked about um, the content marketing system that you referenced at the start of this episode one, nine. that definitely that, that one definitely has it on there. Yeah, so go get a content calendar. We've got one there for you for free. And then pick a style that works for you that isn't scary and just start. Seriously. Yeah, so for some people, the idea of, like, doing a graphic in Canva might be like, oh, yeah, that'll be really simple, whereas for some other people, it might be like, oh, my God, this is going to take me ages. I'm going to overthink it. Yeah. So you might be better off starting off with something like a Facebook Live where it's just 20 seconds, you know, it's just have a crack on it. It's nothing, you know, even do it, do a face, uh, do a like live video and a story instead. So it disappears after 24 hours. So if it doesn't work out, you don't have to worry about it being attached to your page or anything. Yeah. Just have a crack, guys. You got this. (laughs) Thanks for joining us. And as always, cheers. Thanks for listening to this episode of Marketing and Margaritas. Find more free marketing tips, tricks and laughs at rebelnation.com.au.